Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Okay, so that second date update was from early last fall. And as you could hear, that just left us and a lot of people listening in shock. And at that point, we just didn't know what the future held. And we asked them to stay in touch with us. And Mm -hmm. we're pleased to have Angela on the phone with us this morning, checking in and giving us an update. Good morning, Angela. Good morning. Hi. Hi. Welcome back. Hi. Uh, so what's going on? How's it been going? And how are you? Um, oh, my gosh. Well, first, like, thank you for checking in on me. I appreciate that. Um, sure. I mean, how's it been going? To say that it's been easy would definitely be a lie. Um, it's been really tough. I had the baby a little bit over a month ago. She ended up coming a few weeks early, but she's doing fine. So that's great. Mm. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, I moved back home with my parents. They've been amazing about this entire mess. And they're a huge help with Grace, the baby. So I'm really lucky in that, you know, over mm-hmm. there. I'm really lucky. Right. sweet mm-hmm. name too, Grace. Oh, thank you. She's just precious. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in terms of, you know, Nathan and all that, after I came on Second Eight Update, I actually got a call from one of Nathan's friends that was on the cruise with us. According to him, Nathan was totally freaking out. I guess one of his wife's friends heard us both on the air and told her of all course. about it. Yeah. And apparently his wife totally believed that he slept with me, I guess. He has a history um, with screwing around. Yeah. Uh, But I'm the first one that he's ever gotten pregnant. So, um, At least as far as anybody knows. Yeah, right. (laughs) Right, right, I guess. Um, So, yeah, his friend was calling me to ask a bunch of questions that get more detailed. I think his idea was, like, to talk to me to try to prove that the baby wasn't Nathan's. Yeah. But... The thing is, like, Grace is definitely his, and there was no doubt about that. I literally hadn't been with anybody else. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, And then, so after that, like, after I talked to his friend, things got super quiet. I didn't hear from anybody for a few months. Um, and then his friend, Ryan, called me back to see how I was doing and to see if I was still pregnant. I Oh, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, seriously, I I think, I guess Nathan was hoping that I terminated the pregnancy. Right. Probably, yeah. Yep. 
Um, but, you know, for me, that was never an option like that. Right. That wasn't going to happen. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think Brian just felt really bad for me. I know he was always so nice, like super sweet when we were on the cruise and everything. And He knows his friend. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> so. So you've had um, no contact then with Nathan since then other than just through, through Ryan? No, just through Ryan, but Ryan did tell me some things that were going on with Nathan, so I do know a couple things. Um, I know... Nathan's wife left him and mm. filed for divorce. Mm. Um, I guess Nathan kept denying that he'd been with me and swearing that the baby wasn't his. But uh, according to Ryan, another friend of Nathan's that was on the cruise with us told Nathan's wife that Nathan was lying and that he had been messing around with me. So she left him. Oh, what um, a mess. Yeah. yeah. This is like yeah. a soap opera almost. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. It's crazy. I can't, I mean, I kind of can't believe that this is like my life, you know. I mean, I tried reaching out to him just to tell him that he was here because, like, that's his child, Mm -hmm. you know. But he hasn't said anything. He hasn't called me nothing. Um, Yeah, it's really crazy. And then, like, on the other side of things, I have my parents, like, pressuring me to serve him with papers so I can collect child support. Yeah. I'm because you're living with them now. <laughs> yeah. But it's not cheap. I mean, any support at all whatsoever. For sure. Is, it would is help. support for right. sure. Right. And I mean, I didn't create this by myself. Like, that's uh. for sure. So I don't know. There's, you know, part of me wants, part of me just wants him to stay out of our lives. Just as you can hear, like, this is a mess, you know? Yeah. He, mm-hmm. he sort of... Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Create chaos, it sounds like. Part of you um, feels like you and Grace would be better off without him in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, like sometimes that's what I think. And then Another part of me believes that he needs to take responsibility, at least financially, for his actions. Right. So, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I'm still debating that. Um, Mm -hmm. But right now, you know, like I said, like, she she was born just a little over a month ago. So, honestly, my biggest thing right now is that I'm just figuring out how to be a mom. (laughs) Right. Um, And, I don't know, Grace, she's amazing she's healthy she's beautiful she's sweet i love her well you sound great oh thank you i mean and you to me it sounds like you're handling all this as best as you can thank you i mean i'm trying i have to you know for her so just trying to give her a good life yeah well a lot of people wanted to hear from you oh i'm glad yeah you you just have it all together that's great yeah you got a lot of fans out there 
thank you. Mm-hmm. It's nice to know there's some, you know, any form of support. It's really wonderful. So right. that's good. So in yeah. a few years, you and Grace can go on a Disney cruise together. <laughs> <laughs> or are you done with boats? Because I wouldn't blame you if you were done. If you were, if you were done with boats. You know, I don't know. I'm not. I love cruises. I'm not going to let him ruin that for me. Yeah. And she's beautiful, and I got her out of it. So, yeah. Good for you. For sure. Yes, that's the truth. The blessing is the baby. Absolutely. All right. Well, Angela, thank you so much for staying in touch with us and giving us an update. And I know the fans really appreciate it, too. And you hang in there and uh, don't be a stranger. All right. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, you guys. Thank you. you. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for participating in Update Update Week. Yes. You were our number one this year. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. All right. Take it easy. Thank you. Bye. You too. Bye. Bye. So you're not going to believe this. I got somebody on the line who says he's Nathan. Cruise dad? Yeah, supposedly. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, this is Nathan. Where have you been, man? We've been trying to get a hold of you for weeks. Look, you've really got to stop putting her on the air. She's, this is all a lie. She's a total liar. I did not have sex with her on that boat. That's not my baby. She's concocted this whole big story that has completely ruined my life. My wife of eight years left me. I hardly see my two kids, my only two kids. I don't even see them anymore. And this divorce is costing me a fortune. Like, my life sucks right now, and I need her to stop. But, dude, why would she lie about that? Because she wants me to pay for this baby that somebody else knocked her up with. But what about your friend that's involved? Why is he involved if none of this happened? Look, I don't know anything about that. I, I talked to my friend about it. I haven't. Now I'm going to talk to him about it after I talk to you guys. Mm-hmm. But I have not heard anything about that. I don't know what he's talking about. So, well, I'll tell you he, what, uh, Nathan, if I was in the position that you're in, you know, let's assume that you're straight up, and you did not sleep with Angela, and this is not your child, I would be demanding a paternity test at this point. Well, look, I don't want to have anything to do with it. I just want it to go away. It's not, you know, this is not my problem. I shouldn't have to do any of that because this is not my problem. So you will not take a paternity test? Why? To prove that this is not no, your child? No, I didn't child. say that. I didn't say that. I don't know. Yeah, I will. I, I don't know. I, just, I mean, I would think that that would be a pretty simple way to prove to everybody that this yeah, isn't your child. And I would think after that everything she's done, I don't want to ever see her again. I don't want to talk to her. I don't want to have anything to do with her. Yeah, but if so, you're losing thousands of dollars and your children, why won't you just do the test? Like, I mean, no brainer here. And Nathan, I got to ask you something else. Angela said, evidently talking to your friend Ryan, that. You know, there's a history here of infidelity in your marriage. Is that's that true? Or? Business. It's not that, you know what, that's not, that doesn't have anything to do with this. That's not the same. Oh. So what happens if you take the paternity test and you are the father? I won't be. I'm not. So okay, so I, let's I, do I it. Care. All right, well, on line three, we have Mari Povich. Yeah. <laughs> and he is. You are the father. He has got the envelope. Yeah. Uh, I wish. Yeah. Well, Nathan, I don't know what to tell you, man. I mean. If what she's saying isn't true, then I would use this opportunity, if it was me, to prove that this isn't true, clear my name, possibly pursue some kind of legal remedy for dragging your name through the mud. I mean, what's the downside to just taking the test if you're really not the father? I don't want to sue anybody. I just want this to go away. And I want you guys to stop taking your call. Well, dude, I got to tell you, that's not going to happen. I mean, you know. 
she's got a voice in this too. And according to her, that is her truth. She's standing by her story. And if she's slandering you, then you have a perfect opportunity here to make that known to the world. What we can do is we can promise you that if we talk to her again, that we will offer you equal time. Because you know what, dude, no matter what, here's the thing. If one of you is lying, both of you are lying, everybody's lying, there is an innocent baby in the mix here. Right. And I think that should be the number one concern in all of this. I mean, Grace didn't Grace didn't ask for all of this. No. But that's not my problem. I didn't, like, my two kids are innocent, too, and they're dealing with a lot of from this. So. Right. Well, listen, you got the power to solve this right now. I know you're not me, and I can't speak for you, but that's what I would do. It would be the first thing I would do. Tim, wouldn't you? Yeah, so, I mean, if you know for sure. You, if, somebody, if somebody said that was your kid and you knew it wasn't. Yep, let's take the test. I would be chomping at the bit. Get that special counsel and investigate. Boom, prove it. Well, I shouldn't have to do it. I shouldn't have to do, have anything to do with her. Would you want to have to see the woman who ruined your life? I don't think you like, have to see her, do you? No. No, no you, you can, can go, go drop right off to the courthouse. Well, you can go right to the courthouse. Fine, I'll do it. Fine, I'll do it. Really? I'll do it. Great. I like this. All awesome. Right. Do we set that up, Whatever. too? Do we pay for that, too? <laughs> you could offer. Well, how much? Is, wait a minute. Since how much you kind of bullied him into doing it, Jeff. <laughs> no, I didn't bully anybody. She did. I'm just telling you what I would if do. If it I was, was me. Well, I, I think we got to step away from this a little he bit. He says he wants it yeah. to go away. And this is mm-hmm. a definite way to make, make that. It go close it. Close the book. Yeah. Yeah. And if what you say is true, then Angela's going to owe you a huge apology. Yeah, she is. All right. Well, I can't wait to see the results. Whatever. All right. We got your number. We'll check back in with you or let us know if something comes up between now and then. And we can't wait to hear the results. Fine. I'll talk to you later. All right. Big opportunity to clear your name, man. Yeah. Fine. Thank (laughs) you, Nathan. Good luck. Hmm. (sighs) Does everyone need a moment? That's how that went. (laughs) What? Wow, we need a drink. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think he's? Do you think he'll really go do the test? Mm -mm. Mm. Sure, sounded like he wasn't. I don't. (laughs) I still sense some ambivalence. I hope he does. Hesitation there. Yeah, I hope he does too. Hold that hope. Okay, so if you missed any of that, we will. We'll 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 start it again from the beginning around seven fifty seven fifty five. Yeah, we want to make sure our eight o'clock audience gets uh, gets to hear that. And then again at eight fifty eight fifty five ish because this is right. second date update update week. Today is the grand finale. We so. got people constantly coming and going here. Yes, we do. So in the meantime, if you need us to make a second date update call for you, send us an email, Jeff and Jen at wkrq dot com. All right. <laughs> All right, let's start off with today. Today is National Donut Day. Um, We discovered that 90% of us do not know that there is actually some real history behind National Donut Day. It's not just some willy-nilly holiday. No. The Salvation Army started National Donut Day in 1938 to honor the Donut Lassies. Uh, The Donut Lassies were a group of women who served donuts to soldiers and during World War One, so it's not just a marketing gimmick. It's legit. It is. 
it does have some meaning, some history behind it. Mm. Um, and the Salvation Army is holding free donut events all over the country. Just contact your nearest location for more details. And I should also mention, just because I'm such a big Dunkin' fan, that if you buy any drink at Dunkin' today, you get one donut for free. That's nice. I actually forgot that today was National Day. I mean, I remembered, but you know how it is like when you wake up groggy, and I temporarily forgot, and I opened up my bag this morning, and there it was. This surprise donut. Just slipped it in there. Here locally, the Salvation Army is doing something on Fountain Square with a bunch of bakeries uh, at noon. Nice. Very we nice. used to do the donut yeah. stacking competition. What happened there? I don't know. Maybe we were just not were great at it. I think. Were you too good, maybe? Wasn't it, didn't Sometimes. you and I do it? Or it was me and somebody on the I show. Don't yeah, I don't know. I made it close to the finals, but mm. no not cigar. Quite. Nope. Uh, let's see. Do you always sleep on the same side of the bed? Yes. yes. Even, yep. if, even if you're sleeping alone? Yes. yes. Sometimes I move if it's just me. If I'm sleeping by myself, I sleep on the entire bed. Hmm. A new survey asked 2,000 Americans why they do that. And they were allowed to give more than one answer if there is more than one answer. Top five reasons on the board. It's easier to get in and out of bed on that side, or maybe it's closer to the door. Uh, Reason number two, my partner just prefers the other side. Maybe better access to the nightstand. I've got nightstands on both sides. Me too. There might be a better view of the TV if you have one in your room. And some people just like to sleep closer to a wall if that's how your bedroom is laid out. Like uh, to feel tucked into a corner. Tucked into a corner. I'm not sure how scientific this next part is, but they also looked at the different personality traits of right and left side sleepers. Mm-hmm. For the study, the left side was the side on your left if you're standing at the foot of the bed, not lying down. Looking at the bed? Yes. Okay. If you, so they found people who sleep on the left side of the bed tend to like beer more than wine. That's true. (laughs) I do. I'm a left side sleeper. I'm a lefter too. Uh, They also listen to oldies music. Yep. Yep. (laughs) They prefer dramatic movies. No. And what? Tend to lean left politically. Well, one of those is wrong. Now... Right-side sleepers are more likely to be wine drinkers, listen to rock music, prefer action movies, and lean right politically. Mm. And I can tell you from these lists that I don't fall into either one of these categories. (laughs) Maybe I should be a middle bed sleeper because I don't really feel either way. Yeah. Or one way or another. Yeah. Is there a moderate side of the bed? (laughs) (laughs) I do. We'll tell you when we lived in our old house, I slept on the right side of the bed because it was the furthest away from the door. And when we moved into our new house, like Scott started sleeping on the right side of the bed because it was the closest to the door. And I remember a long time ago, I think we had a survey that said the protector Mm -hmm. naturally lays in the bed closest to the door. Yes, because if there is an intruder, then they're the first. They're They're the first ones up. Yes, and protect. And it just kind of happened naturally when we moved into our new home that we switched sides of the well, bed. I'll tell you what, that has never happened with any man that's ever slept in my bed. <laughs> I'm always the one You're the, protect- You're the protector. That's good, Jen. I would trust you to be the protector. Yeah, but that's kind of rotten. I mean, but you wouldn't you trust yourself to be the protector more than some of the other men that you've been with in life? Yeah, that, you have a point. <laughs> 
Well, healthy beer is a term that sounds like an oxymoron, but it's here anyway. The company behind Sam Adams just created a new beer called 26.2 Brew. Get it? They say it's a great beer for after a workout. It's around the alcohol level of a light beer. Plus, it's made with Himalayan sea salt to replenish your electrolytes or or help replenish your electrolytes. Uh, Now, it's definitely not as good after a workout as water or Gatorade. But if you like having a beer after a workout, maybe that's a better option than that. Also, we learned this morning that when you're super stressed, it affects the people around you, not just the people, but it turns out it also affects the animals around you, at least the ones that are paying attention anyway. Your cat probably won't notice or give a crap, but a new study out of Sweden found that when dog owners are stressed, their dogs get stressed out too. And the researchers believe that it's because your dog is very emotionally dependent on you, so Mm -hmm. it can read your emotions and has a tendency to, to kind of take them on. Yep, I can see that. He's very, Merle is very in tune to my emotional state. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So wonderful that somebody gets me. I don't know. When I think of Steve and like we're watching TV or going for a walk or even just getting up in the morning, I feel like I pick up on his cool, laid back attitude. That he settles you. Yes. Calms you. Hmm. I think it's the other way around with my cats because. They sort of set the emotional tone of the house. Like, sometimes I just need a few minutes of privacy. Sometimes I just need me time, you know? Mm-hmm. And especially, like, when I first get home, I just want to change my clothes. Just, I just need a break. You just give me a few minutes, guys. I'll be mm-hmm. down in a minute. Mm-hmm. And I close that bedroom door, and I change my clothes. Meanwhile, outside the door, I can hear the... Daddy, daddy. Why? Why? They start crying like it's these pathetic cries, you know? Yeah. As if they're being tortured in some way. (laughs) Open the door. It's like, oh, for the love. All right, already. And I open the door and they're like, trot right in. Hey, ready to play? Let's play. What are we doing? (laughs) (laughs) I love your cat personality. It's so fun. Do they eat when you get home or anything, or they really just need attention? No, they they eat. They're like, hey, we're eating. We're partying, right? Yeah. Okay. So oh. that makes sense, too. Listen, when I come down, <laughs> when I come down in the morning, they've already got, they've already got dry cat food out. And so they get all excited. They come down. They're like, yeah, we're eating. He's here. Let's eat. Let's celebrate. <laughs> Jeff's coming downstairs. Yeah. Do you think your cats call you Jeff or dad? We yeah. trot down the stairs and they go running over to their food. Hi, man. Good to see you. It's party time. All right, you guys have a good night. Yeah. We'll take it from here, Dad. Right. Same thing when I come up, so when I come home, they celebrate everything with eating. Like I wonder you. where they get that. Yes, exactly. You know, you know, when they're happy, sometimes when they're depressed. They kind of mope on over there, and they'll they'll eat. Have a couple kibble. What does your dog sound like, Jen? What does Merle sound like? Like if I said, what does Merle sound like? Like Jeff's cats sound like that. What does Merle sound like? Oh man, when I come home, oh here's mom, here's mom. Here we go, here we go. Let's go outside. Let me get my ball. Where's my ball? I gotta have my ball. Let me have my ball. Where's my ball? There's my pink ball. My pink ball is my favorite ball. That is my favorite ball of all my balls. I have a lot of balls, but I love the pink one the most. I'm gonna throw it on the floor and I'm gonna roll over it. I'm rubbing it up and down my back and all around. Oh, I love this ball. Let's go outside. <laughs> 
They should totally hire us for <laughs> pet voiceovers. Pet voiceovers, yeah. We can do another. Uh, what does movie, Steve sound like? A movie version of Milo and Otis, and we can overdub the. Uh, oh yeah, the man. Voices for the animals. But I'm enjoying this because that new life, that move, that movie, The Secret Life of Pets Two comes out, and this is like kind of along the lines of like what they do in that movie. Mm-hmm. So what does Steve sound Steve's like? Steve's probably like, like when I come home. I come in and I say, hey, Steve, what's up? What's going on? What's he say? And it takes him about four minutes. He's upstairs under a cover. <laughs> he like gets up and rattles and he comes down and he's just like, hey, you can get some food out or what? <laughs> <laughs> I might have to go potty. I don't know. I could hold it a little longer. You going to watch TV? <laughs> what are we doing? You're going like to leave? He's stoned. You're going to leave again? Go work on that house down the street? <laughs> oh, yeah, I figured. Okay. <laughs> Bye, Dad. Coming in, feed me, leaving. You may as well go. I live here alone anyway. <laughs> my other dad said Just I go. Be, my other dad said I was going to get a brother. Where's my brother? I was supposed to be like four years ago. You've been promising a me a new brother forever. <laughs> talk, forever. talk, talk. It's all talk. <laughs> That's all you do. Mm. Oh, these are great. <laughs> hey, you're going in the fridge. Am I going in the fridge? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Eating without me again. Mm. They are funny, though. A secret life of Jeff, Jen, Fritch, and Tim's pets. Yep. Yeah. See, we need to get you something, Fritch. I have a baby. Need an animal of some need sort. A pet. Yep. <laughs> My pet cricket, I think, that I had in the studio finally passed away. You think so? I haven't heard You've him done yet. Make a noise over there. I was in here oh, early afternoon yesterday, and it was the first time that I hadn't just really heard it, heard it, but it was loud. I think he was oh, in crazy. distress yesterday because he was very active and very loud. Oh. Mm-hmm. I named him Mr. Well, have you been bringing him any snacks? Mr. What does he have Cricket. to eat over there? No, he's behind the panel. I'm sure he's probably eating spiders or whatever crickets eat. Yeah, we have a cricket living in the studio. How the heck? We're on the fourth floor. How'd I get up here? No idea. But I told engineering, and just in case it chewed through a wire, you know. Which I don't think crickets do, but you, you never know. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> well, there's a company called Womanikin. Womanikin, not mannequin, Womanikin. Okay. Which is creating a new line of CPR dummies. But the difference between these CPR dummies and other CPR dummies you've seen is the Womanikin CPR dummies have boobs. Well, I th- it's about time. I mean, the boobs can get in the way of things. Well, that's kind of their point. Like, it's different giving chest compressions to a woman than a man because of a woman's breasts. Right. So it is important for people to train on both. And it could save women's lives, too. Studies have found that people are 27% less likely to perform CPR on a woman than a man because they're uncomfortable about touching the woman's breasts in the process. So, Womanikin is raising money now to produce more of these female CPR dummies to get them into more hospitals and training classes. Women are 27% less likely to receive bystander CPR than men. Why? Boobs. According to research, they confuse people. Where do you place your hands? Will I hurt her? Is it even okay to touch? So let's add some. Womanikin is an attachment with breasts that turns any traditional CPR mannequin into a womanikin. 
and its open source design is free to download by any organization. There you go. Have at it. I love how they always put like a fancy British accent on stuff like that. It just makes it sound so much yeah. more classy. Like we have mm-hmm. to get a mannequin because the Brits told us. It's obviously the smarter thing to do. Yeah. I understand the concept behind what they're getting at, but I think if that's someone like if Fritch or Jen all of a sudden went into cardiac arrest here, I, w- I would like you like my grandpa, for instance, passed out at an Outback Steakhouse in the bathroom and was unconscious. You and just I, go I, into I had it? to give him um, what do you call it? The Heimlich maneuver when mm-hmm. he was passed out and then rescue breaths until until he came to. Mm hmm. And I completely just, your adrenaline just takes over. And you don't even think about that kind of stuff. Exactly. So I, I get what they're saying, but I feel like if it's a real situation, I don't I don't care about your boobies. Yeah. Like you, if I'm you had gonna, to rip like, our shirt open to give us chest compressions, you wouldn't be thinking nice rack. Correct. Yeah. Do you even have to rip the person's chest open? Can you just, you could still apply, yeah. exert pressure Let's through not the put clothes. That information. <laughs> I mean, yeah, unless you, think you I think to. that was more no. of a request than anything else. Yeah. <laughs> hey, anything you got to do to save my life. <laughs> uh, about a year ago, a pharmaceutical company in Japan created a new body wash. This is uh, this is a new body wash and deodorant that evidently smells like a young woman. I really would like to know what a young woman smells like. Well, here's what they did. Other woman. Do they describe the scent? Uh, yes. Okay. We'll get to that. The they isolated two chemical compounds called lactone C10 and lactone C11. Sounds a lot like lactate, doesn't it? Yeah. These are chemical compounds that young women produce a lot of, but older women do not. And uh, Jen, those compounds smell kind of like peach and coconut. Hmm. Well, since they launched the Young Woman Scent products, they have been a huge hit. The company figured the soap would be popular with older women, and it has been, but they've also seen a lot of sales, a ton of sales from a second demographic, men. Really? Men want to smell like young women? I don't know that they want to smell like young women. Uh, They believe that these are lonely men. According to the company, a lot of a lot of the guys aren't using the soap. They just sniff it when they're lonely, and it makes them feel like there is the the presence, the aura of oh, a woman okay. around. Scent of a woman kind of thing. And it makes them feel less lonely, yeah. Mm-hmm, okay. So if you're interested, the brand name is Dioco, D-E-O-C-O, D-E-O-C-O, Dioco. And it looks like you can get some shipped to you from Japan on either eBay or Amazon. Huh. Yeah. So but there you go. I got to tell you that they, uh, the, they've been going to work out at Orange Theory early, early in the morning, right? So then mm-hmm. there's a shower here at work. Uh-huh. Some days I <laughs> take a shower and some days I just kind of wipe myself down. Uh, today was a shower day. And uh, prior to today, there had just been an old, old bottle of head and shoulders in there. Uh-huh. Uh, today, there was a Summer's Eve bottle. 
Oh, lovely. Summer's Eve was some, some sort of something else. Some sort of like body wash. Like okay. wash. It was just a brand name. It wasn't for down there. I it wasn't to make the pH balance I correct. I don't think it was that, <laughs> but I saw the brand name and I immediately was scared and wrapped things up and got out of there. <laughs> so he was afraid of the bottle. So is, uh, is Tori in that? Because she works out at the same place you do and sometimes she does it in the morning. Could Could she be using the shower as well? She might. Be I'm not sure. We don't, don't know where the summer's eve. I know from. she's You're showered. sharing that shower with someone. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I know that some of the promo people shower down there too. Like I know Nicole has taken a shower down there. Like if they're working Bunbury all day and they're gross or they get rained on, they can come back up here, get freshened up, and then go back down. I just think it's interesting. Like these guys on this story were like really wanting to those smells, and I just saw a brand name, and I was like, I'm wrapping this shower up early today. <laughs> get out of way. You feel like you had kind of invaded someone else's private space. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. bit. (laughs) Uh, Forever 21 and Cheetos have teamed up. Forever 21 and Cheetos. What a weird partnership. They just announced they're they're making an entire line of Cheetos clothing. We're talking shirts, tank tops, bathing suits, flip-flops, socks, and more. Isn't that crazy? How many different... Companies are making bathing suits now. A lot. I know. We had the Taco Bell and the, um, what was that? The Cracker Barrel fried chicken. There was something. Just yeah. last week. Yeah. Uh, there are men's and women's clothes available, and it's all on sale now at Forever 21. Cheetos clothing. It's not bad. Twenty seven ninety for the for the swimsuit. And how about this? There's a there's a pizza shop in Fresno, California that really wants people to stop checking their phones and start talking to each other during dinner, and they're willing to lose some money to make that happen. The Curry Pizza Company in Fresno just started a new policy. If all the people at your table are willing to lock away their phones during dinner, you get a large free pizza. Oh, wow. Hmm. A free large pizza. They're also giving people the option to donate their free pizza to the homeless if they want. That's cool, too. Yeah. Hmm. I like that idea. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.